Attention Patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome to the show, my husband and co-host, J.C. Hall. Thank you. And, you know, J.C., I don't know about you. It just feels like it's been forever. <laughs> since I've done a show I actually did a show without you and you don't and and so for you it's been longer for a show than me but for some reason the same amount of time it just feels like so much has happened between Thursday and or between the weekend and today yeah well perspective is funny though because you, yeah. you say that and it feels like I just did a show but <laughs> you feel like it's been forever I feel like it was yesterday yeah yeah so, oh whatever. man it's just there's always so much going on, you I'm know. I'm sorry I sometimes give the impression like I don't, I, this guy doesn't want to be here. I, mean, <laughs> I, I actually had somebody say that to me when we were Did traveling. they really? Yeah, JC doesn't want to be there. I was like, no, that, that's not really true. <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, man. Now you know why Chris Ann does the show by herself sometimes, because JC just really doesn't want to be here. I make him do this That's show. Not true. Not true. <laughs> I don't make him do this show, by the way. He does it uh, voluntarily because he has the same heart that I do. Different, different kinds of perspectives driving those feelings, mind you. Sure. But there's still the same end goal there, right? Right. You, you have a greater right? to- yeah, yeah. You have a greater <laughs> tolerance in some areas. I mean, I have greater tolerance in other areas than you know. So. Oh yeah. Right. I think that's why we I round each other out on the show. You know, it's 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 your rant versus my rant, and and I have a tendency to be a little bit more grace and mercy giving a little bit graceful around there in some places. And yeah. then you stomp through like Bigfoot. Sure. <laughs> some stuff. So and I, then but, there's me when I get on my rant, I start yeah. stomping through like Bigfoot too. So we're glad to be here, but I, I got some questions for you today about this censorship yeah. thing. So I want to hear, I want to yeah. hear you on this. Yeah. So we're, we're going to jump right into this. We want to talk to you about the social media affair. Uh, I have up here on YouTube picture of Twitter and Facebook, but you can just stick YouTube in there as well and, and Instagram and any social media platform that you can think of. And the, the claim is that social media is violating the rights of the people. Yeah. So, so, so JC is going to give me an interview today and, yeah, sort and of, ask sort me of. the sort of the guy in the sidecar asking right. questions, right? Yeah, I think be, this is going to be great. 
I, I think because it's uh, it's a it's a visceral issue, like it really ticks people off, you know. It ticks me off. We've had these shows, and we've talked about this. But Oh, but JC and I have talked about this in the car, in the house. I mean, we've had... We've probably had right. We've had more conversations about this than we've had about many issues. So I think it it, it goes without saying. I, I don't think it's in dispute that uh, these what they call content hosts, uh, like Google, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, etc. I, I think it's a given. It's conceded. By most, that I would say they, acknowledged. It's known that it's known. they. It's well known. Essentially, censor. They target uh, people. They throttle. They, you know, they they put impediments. Just be clear. It's conservative speech. Whatever doesn't match the liberal ideology, yeah. we've personally seen that. So what they don't agree with, right? Mm-hmm. So I would. I, this would be my question to you in that context. Um, given that. They are ostensibly a private company. We're talking about private companies. Now, that's putting aside for the moment the government entanglement that might be there, government funding, and how the government might have contributed or still be connected to what's going on. So let's just let's assume uh, we're talking about what they present themselves to be, and that is private companies. So what would you say in this context? What are they guilty of exactly? Well, what they're guilty of is is violating a lease agreement or violating a contract agreement with their subscribers. Mm-hmm. So when you go on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, you you have this whole agreement. You agree to abide by the community rules and they agree if you abide by the community rules to to publish your stuff. Yeah. Right? So you have certain rights and privileges under this mutual agreement, under the mutual which you would agreement. say is essentially li- like a license. It's more like a license agreement. kind of agreement because a contract requires a a mutual exchange. Yeah, and there really That's, there isn't a, a a good tangible exchange. Now you that, make the good point of a yeah, kind of exchange. It's it's, but. it's a peculiar setup, and I think this is why mm-hmm. a, where a lot of the confusion comes from in this discussion comes from because. The truth is, when you think about it, in the terms you've explained to me about, you know, a contract, um, I so if I make a Facebook account, I have a Facebook account or Twitter or what have you, uh, so I'm what they call the user. Mm-hmm. The truth is, the user is not actually the customer right. of Facebook. They don't make money right. directly from right. me as the user. I think in economic and terms, and that's why it's not a contract because you're not paying for yeah, the service. So, so the real customer are the advertisers. Those are the customers yes. for these platforms. You so, remember when when Zuckerberg was sitting before Congress and a congressman right. asked him, "So, you know, how do you make money?" And he says, "Well, we sell ads." And so it's funny the how the customer is the ad. It's funny how people mocked that exchange almost to distract. Mm-hmm. Because the more I thought about it, the more I realized. I, I think in economic terms, Victor, if he's listening, can probably Victor correct is always me listening, so he'll correct your terminology. You but we're you're essentially as the user, you're essentially capital uh, for Google and Facebook, right? They're using you 
to your, make money. Right, like right. your profile and your, so let's say we have YouTube and we put our stuff on YouTube. We're the content creator uh -huh. and we put it up on YouTube. We're not, we're not paying them for anything. Okay. They're actually using our content as, as a mechanism to, to make ad revenue. You know, I would think uh, it just occurred to me, JC, that it's not necessarily their con our content that they're making ad revenue off, but more of our presence. So for me, I think that's also part of it. Yeah. yeah so it's kind of like a terrestrial radio station that sells ads. They sell ads based on the number of listeners that they sure. have in their population. Right. The content drives the number of listeners, right. but the actual the actual numbers that sells the ads is how many listeners do you have? Yeah. So in that matter, the the people actually become more like the listeners of a radio station. Yeah. Well, in the radio, radio kind of works. Right. Same, mm -hmm. right. Same way. So, uh, I think that we, so we technically capital. Some of you really economic guys can right. check me on that. But so we're not it's actually... kind of like you're, you know, the, uh, uh, let's say a carpenter, he makes and sells furniture, right? He makes his money off of the furniture, but uh -huh. he uses a drill and a hammer. You know, we're sort yeah. of the drill, drill and the hammer. hammer. We're, we're a tool yes. that Facebook is employing to make money. Uh, from their consumers, the advertisers. Yeah, so, so in that in context, contract, yeah. we we enter into that uh, with an agreement. They say, here are the benefits, and here's what here's what you're going to do. Here's what we're going to do. So you would say what they're guilty of is violating this agreement. They're not they're living up agreement. to right. what they promised us they would do when we entered into this agreement with them. Right, because you're not parties to a contract with Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or Instagram. You have what they call a licensing agreement. On the terms of, of their, on their terms, you're allowed to be on their property, right? Mm -hmm. So if you have a, a, a piece of property and you turn it into a park, right? And on the door, on the sign, uh, on, on the gate of the park is a sign that says no shoes, no shirt, no service, no alcohol, no uh, dog pooing in the yard, that sort of thing. That's the kind of <laughs> licensing agreement that you have. You enter all into the property of that park under that agreement. And you have that agreement that as long as I abide by the rules on the sign, I have permission of the property owner to be on this property. And that's what Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram have to say, right? And, and YouTube, here are the rules. You can remain on our property as long as you abide by the community rules. Now, let's be clear. Even though they could have such a rule, they don't have a rule that says conservative viewpoints are not allowed and mm -hmm. will be throttled, will be restricted, whatever. That's not in there. We didn't, right. that's not a condition that we agreed to entering into this and they didn't say that's what they'd be doing. And in fact, in their community rules and guidelines and what have you, they basically said, we're going to enforce, force these to, to, you know, to the extent we're able, uh, irregardless of right. whether you're left, right, conservative, whatever. So this is supposed to apply to everybody. And where the problem is and what I think I hear you saying and what they're violating, they they don't do that. It's clear that they, they prosecute, uh, for lack of a better term, they prosecute conservatives. I think of 
What I, just I would happened, say they discriminate against discriminate. Good discriminate. Word. So yeah. they enforce their rules against conservatives, which they would, which they demonstrably don't against someone who they agree and, with. And like you said, if their platform said we are for liberal speech, which they have the right to do as private property owners, then then they could. They're not violating any agreement uh, now. I believe because they say they they position themselves to be an open forum, we're not going to discriminate against any speech. Then they invite people in, they get the the revenue off of them by their presence, but they violate the licensing agreement. So the remedy for people on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram that are have their their voices un, um, violated discriminatively, their remedy is a civil licensing lawsuit. Okay. So you file it in civil court as a violation of a licensing agreement. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal here with my husband and co-host JC Hall and we're talking about suing social media and we just to sort of bring everybody back up to speed we are accepting the understanding that social media is ostensibly a private business meaning they're not created with taxpayer dollars they're not managed maintained or created with taxpayer dollars they are created and managed and maintained by the revenue as they said in the congressional hearing the revenue that comes through advertisement they advertise on the websites and in the leasing uh, licensing agreements for the people who come on their platforms, if you want to be on our platform, you have to follow ABC three uh, one two three community standards. And we, if you don't follow community standards, we'll kick you off. They also, as you said, say that we're going to be a platform that does not discriminate against any kind political of political ideologies. ideologies. But they are. Right. So we, they are. And I just as as an example, uh, I, I meant to say this. I couldn't find it, but I saw somebody uh, I think it was on Instagram where I saw it. Somebody posted uh, the community guidelines this mm -hmm. in reference to the, the disgusting behavior just just in the last week oh, of David Koch relative to passing, David passing. Koch passing <clears throat> away. And there's this celebration mm -hmm. and, and all of these tweets and things on on Twitter uh, celebrating the death and then and then also uh, sort of coattailing on that that then therefore all these other people ought to die wouldn't it be good for Christians right. ought to be died like the one there was the one professor that came out Christians ought to be killed and buried deep and all these people ought to die and this and that so all this lefty this disgusting behavior well it's it's a guideline it's a community guideline and standard mm -hmm. that pretty much on, on Twitter. I don't remember verbatim, but essentially uh, you cannot celebrate, hope for, wish for, or call for the death of any individual or group of individuals. 
Okay, so that's a violation of community standards. We have obviously <laughs> that eliminates about twenty percent of the of the Democrat politicians in Washington D.C. too. <laughs> right, because uh, we hear that kind of talk all the time, right? And so, I mean, you look at the, the discussion of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I just saw a, a great article. I think it was in Town Hall. Mm-hmm. Kurt, uh, forget his name, but on Town Hall talking about this very thing that mm-hmm. we're talking about Ginsburg passing away. There's nobody on the right. There's not this big uproar on on the right, so-called, of wishing she died and celebrating and wishing cancer on her and all this sort of stuff. The, you know, that's generally not what happens on the right, but it happens constantly on the left, and you can find it on the platform. They don't block it. They don't stop it. They don't enforce their guidelines. But we do see them when somebody on the so-called right is even close to something like that or or they'll turn it or not at all like like Mm -hmm. uh sarah palin you know with the target the crosshairs targeting the districts right just just this idea of a a visual representation of the of of a figure of speech we're targeting these districts Mm -hmm. you didn't talk about targeting a person or killing a person or and they tied it killing people in a district no so she's lamb blasted and stuff like that would be taken out we saw that later on like there was some sort of uh I think a picture that it may have been Donald Trump posted or somebody came out and there was some target and whatever. So and they they're freak not out. applying this. So they're not even the same yeah, thing. Yeah. But so they, the, they enforce it against mm-hmm. conservatives, even if it's perceived not even legitimate. And then when it's absolutely obvious on the left, they don't enforce it. So I, that's what I said. I think it goes without saying that people can see right. th- they're not and equally so what applying we, their What standards. we have to understand is in this situation, the remedy is, is a matter of civil law between two private individuals uh, suing uh, for violation of this licensing agreement. So it's a con- essentially a contract, it's, like it's within a the realm of, of contract law. It's in law. the realm, within the realm of contract law. Okay, so... So you bring a suit as as a... A, a person who has entered into this licensing agreement, you have a YouTube channel, you have a Facebook page, and they're violating, they're not applying the community standards as you've agreed to, they're eliminating your platform in violation of their own standards, so you bring a lawsuit saying, okay, this is your written standard, this is how you're not following the written standard, and it's violating the agreement that you have with me. That is the lawsuit. And you can take these instances that we're talking about. You can show, I mean, you can prove that. Mm-hmm. You can show this, Absolutely. bring this forth as evidence. So uh, in the next segment, I want to ask you about this conversation of people saying, this is a violation of my First Amendment free speech. It, it's a fundamental rights issue. So then we should sue uh, on the foundation of a violation of fundamental rights. Again, men tear up our constitution and from every direction we cry around. You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Look, if you want to have 
a, in a better understanding, I want to say the best understanding of the Constitution and principles of liberty and government that you could ever find in a textbook, online, anywhere in the world, go to libertyfirstuniversity.com, libertyfirstuniversity.com. This is an education on constitution and government uh, suitable for the highest institutions of learning as if the founders themselves were teaching it. And JC, I'm not sure if you know, but we have a lot of, we're getting a lot of new students. A lot of parents are now sending their high school, middle school students to Liberty First University to not only supplement the text that they have, but also to provide them with an accurate uh, education on the Constitution and on, on uh, government in America. All right. Amen. So we're talking about suing social media. And JC, you have a question about social media and free speech. So yeah. hit me with it. So you believe they, uh, these content hosts are violating, they, they are guilty uh, of violations, right? They're, they're, they're essentially guilty. lying. They're, yes. they're, they're fraudulently representing. They're not uh, applying their standards equitably. And... So you saying this should be pursued under a sort of contract law rubric and, and, right. and civil law of violating mm -hmm. this license agreement. However, the popular conversation, that conversation, I don't think is being, I haven't heard it at all. I haven't heard that, that uh, perspective being taken. Mm -hmm. What we hear out there that's popular is coming against these content hosts uh, under First Amendment law, mm -hmm. the a violation of fundamental rights. They're violating my right to free speech. And you would say that is what? That's ill-conceived? Uh, well, I, it's it's more than ill-conceived. It's, it's, it's absolutely wrong. And it's also fundamentally dangerous to the principles of private property. You see, you don't have free speech rights in my house which is my property. You don't have free speech rights in my yard, which is my property. You don't free have free speech rights in my car, which is my property. The problem is in America, we have been taught for so long that there's a, a false distinction between public and private, okay? okay? So when America was created, the terms public and private were very distinct terms of legal classification, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's what our government is built on, public versus private. Now, and, and now today, all of that has become so twisted and conflated because Congress has created laws and, and people have adopted those legal definitions as accurate definitions. And now private property in and of itself is being legally viewed as public property. So I hear in the, in the conversation, the argument that these folks are made, making they're essentially saying, if you let the public in, mm -hmm. then this is public domain. Yeah, it is a, it right. is public. And that's an error that has come through the laws of the United States. Let's be very so, clear. So what is public supposed to be? Okay, so here we go. Private is stuff that you pay for with private money. Yeah, you built that. You built that. Even though Obama says no, you built that, right? Public are things that are funded, built, managed, and maintained by tax dollars. Let me give you a couple quotes to help you understand. 
uh, Thomas Je or um, James Madison wrote in 1792, or actually said in Congress in 1792, if Congress can employ money indefinitely to the general welfare and are the sole and supreme judges of the general welfare, they may take care of religion in their own hands, they may appoint teachers in every state, county, and parish and pay them out of their public treasury. Public treasury is the money that the federal government has to operate with through the collection of taxes. Here we have James Blair. If so, say about the Congress handing out welfare checks. If so, they would have power, Congress would have power to vote millions of the public money to feed and clothe the suffering poor. The House had no right to give away the public money for any such purposes. Now look, look at the distinction that he makes, JC. And if gentlemen were disposed to be at liberal, being charitous, uh, full of charity. Let them be liberal out of their own money. So right there in Blair's distinction, we see the distinction between private and public. Look at what Thomas Jefferson says about public. He says, if once the people become inattentive to public affairs, you and I, Congress, assemblies, judges, and governors all become wolves. He didn't say cake bakers, photographers he didn't say uh you you know people with parks private parks he's he's talking about government affairs so when we talk about public and private we have to understand the distinction is there's only two differences in businesses right you're either a business funded with private money or you're a business funded completely manage, maintain, and run by tax dollars. That would be like your your uh, your water utilities, mm -hmm. your, um, you know, the utilities which the county runs. When sure. you pay a check to law the county, when, law enforcement, Sheriff's fire office, department, fire sheriff's department, department those are public. public businesses. So if I have a, uh, a, a restaurant, mm -hmm. okay, I, I obviously it's my money. It's the money I make mm -hmm. through the business that funds them. I don't take government money. The government doesn't run my restaurant. Right. So just because people show up, right, in a legal sense, that's 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 not what the founders would describe as a public forum. Right. Just because people come there. Just because. How do you have a business, a, by right, the way, exactly, without people coming? Exactly. So that means every bit. If that's the definition of public, mm -hmm. then every business is public. Then everybody. Right. Which is crazy. Which is insane. Then it's a non-distinction. No, no, no. Then you have social. You have communism. Fascism. You have fascism. Right. right. Fascism. So if every public, if every private business, just because you let people in the door, becomes a public forum then you now have fascism because the government control. Here's the thing we have to understand. All of these, the blurred distinctions are created by federal laws to increase federal control, government control over the private business. So if I have a, my restaurant, okay, mm -hmm. people come, the public come to my restaurant, if it were if it were public in the sense the founders use the term public, mm -hmm. then the people who come there would would have a right. They would have all their fundamental rights. So they would free have speech all of their fundamental not, rights. Not just have them. I mean, they have them anyway. Mm -hmm. But 
I have an obligation then to protect them on my property on your and property. allow them to do to the say whatever they sacrifice of your own rights. Yeah. See, when it's private property, your ownership of that property uh, uh, trumps anybody else's assertion of their rights. Your rights on your property are primary to anyone else's rights so that I, come. So I could say, for instance, no, you, you can't stand up on that table and give a speech. Yes, exactly. Right? You, you have to stop, right? You have right. to stop that speech. However, if if I'm in a public park, Okay, which right. that is to say a pub, a park that's funded by tax dollars. The property is bought by tax dollars. The stuff is built by tax dollars. It's maintained by tax dollars. If the park is public. In the very strictest of terms, a public, public forum. forum. So then I can stand there yes. and give a speech. Yes. And if a police officer or county commissioner or city council try to right. drag me out of there and shut me up and say, you can't speak here. Mm hmm that would be a violation of my fundamental rights. Absolutely. And a shopping mall, right? A shopping mall is not built with tax dollars. Right. A shopping, the stores are not maintained by tax dollars. But the it public- private funding. Go there. The public go there, right? They go there and there are different stores in the shopping mall. Everybody goes to visit the different stores. That doesn't make it public forum. That does not make it a public forum because it is funded by private money. That's the distinction. There are only two classes of property. Problem is, now we have Congress that have come in with, with federal laws that come in and say, well, this, this, if you're, a, if you're, a, oh, it's crazy. It's, um, where is this one? But to say, so to say that in as much as Google is not, you know, Google, YouTube, whatever, it, it, are not funded by taxpayer dollars, then mm -hmm. they are not a public forum. Now, if you want to make the argument that they are a public forum because they were built with tax money, then that would be that you'd have to make that argument. You have to you'd show, have to show and that. demonstrate right. that they are in fact mm -hmm. part of the government, funded by government, et cetera, which would be a different case. Right. But right. as far as if you say, you know, can't you just look at them and and assume that they're run by private money, they're they're a private business, and mm -hmm. then say just because the public show up. It's a public forum. Therefore, I have fundamental rights to freedom of speech on your platform. That is not a correct argument. No, and it is a very, very dangerous argument because it is the infringement of property rights in general. I mean, what then is the limit to the to the government's reach into your private property? Uh, there is absolutely no limit to government at that point because if you start inviting people in to to use your services, it's like you said, how do you have a business without having a public coming in? And now you have internet businesses yeah. where public comes in. That doesn't change the nature of the private property because it's created with private funds. And if it does, then there is no such thing as private property anymore. You know, I just I just thought by by that argument, okay, so let's say a farmer has uh you know a field, he's growing crops. Let's say his cornfield mm -hmm. is there. Now, and then I can start gathering friends and we jump over the fence and we just start gathering mm -hmm. in that place. He doesn't stop us right away and as a matter of habit now people are gathering and we can say, hey, this is a place where the public gathers. And so now I establish rights above over his his right to control his own property 
by this kind of reasonings of saying it's a public forum. Right. Just because people gather there. Right. No, it's private property. And it's, you don't have a right to, to be, do that. This is a distinction, like I said, that we have lost in America, which has resulted in the further degradation of private property rights of the people. I mean, taxes, property taxes, all of that stuff, usage, uh, regulations, zonings, all degrade private property. So again, you believe... Google, YouTube, they are vile, they are in violation, but it should be a contract issue that's received. Yes. I'm a long, long way from my home, and I'm going to change all the things I find. The Chris Ed Hall Show. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. We're talking about suing social media. You know what, JC, as we're sitting here in the break and I'm just talking, thinking about what we're talking about, um, we're not seeing anybody go forward with this licensing contract law kind of lawsuit against YouTube, Twitter, um, Facebook. And it seems to me that's the simplest lawsuit. Yeah. That is the simplest argument to make. So would, to make the argument that they're that they're a public venue, and you have freedom of speech rights. You, I mean, you've got to reach over here and pull this in. You got to reach over here and pull this in. When the licensing agreement issue is right there in writing. Yeah. I mean, all you got to do, the only piece of evidence, the only pieces of evidence you have to pull into the courtroom are the terms and conditions the community standards, and the proof that they're not following it. Yeah, and I don't want to, I don't want to specifically, you know, criticize anyone in particular, but it, it, it is odd to me. So when you take, for instance, you see the lawsuits uh, grabbing Section 230 of the Decency mm -hmm. Act, uh, it seems like such a stretch that you, that you mm -hmm. almost think, like, are they wanting a lawsuit that, that will not succeed. I just can't. I, mean, just, I can't see it succeeding under these terms. Now let me let me show you something because there's a lot of talk of this CDA 230 out there. The difference between a publisher and a platform. Mm -hmm. I want I want to want us to first understand there is no constitutional authority whatsoever for the Communications Decency Act to come through Congress. It doesn't exist. But this is the kind of legislation, JC, that I was talking about that muddles those terms between public and private. Yeah. Okay, so the example people use is the New York Times and AT&T. So the New York Times, they say, is a publisher, which is a company or person that distributes comp uh, content. AT&T is a platform, which is a company or technology that enables communication and distribution of information. They're saying if if YouTube is one or the other, then then is subject to federal law, right? I want to ask you a simple question based on what we've shown here today. Was New York Times built with tax dollars or private money? Private. Was AT&T built with tax dollars or private money? Ostensibly private. Ostensibly private, right? Well, they right. charge you fees. Sure. You're not paying they're, they're the... They're private at the present. They're private at the present, right? Though so, they cooperate in... <laughs> under the understanding, the founders' understanding of distinction between public and private, are either of these businesses public? No. 
No. And if and I've heard people say, well, the utilities, blah, 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 blah. The phone is a utility. Internet is a utility. Look, if you want it to be a public utility, then the government has to take it over. It has to be a single payer source. It's got to be all available to everybody based on a tax basis. Right. Otherwise, it's private. So these kind of laws, this, the decency laws, which the federal government has no authority to, to define decency to, to begin with. <laughs> How do we protect our children? It's called parenting. Okay? It's called changing the channel, and it's called being a parent. But here's the thing. These laws now have us so confused that now a guy who prints shirts cannot say, I'm not going to print that message because he lets people in his door mm -hmm. and he is now a public business. Yeah. But the same people, this is what's crazy, JC, the same people that want to cry that social media is violating their free speech will say, wait a minute, wait a minute, the shirt printer is a private business. He has the right to discriminate. Mm -hmm. He has customers that come in his door. Right. Facebook has customers that come in their door. He has the right to say, I don't want these customers because I don't want this image on my business. Mm -hmm. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, they all, and Instagram, they all have their logo on everything. Every video that's produced has a YouTube logo on it. They, as a private business, have a right to say, I don't want my logo associated with that. Now, if they're the violating is, the licensing term, then yeah. that's a civil lawsuit between two private individuals. It is not a government control fundamental right issue. Yeah. And that's what we got to understand. The danger becomes, JC, we pull the government in to every single aspect. It eliminates private property. And we become a fascist society by request. Know the difference between public and private. It actually really matters.